more silence at the top of the episode? No. No? At the top of the episode? No. Yeah, like, is that where you want, like, just a big break of silence? No, I'm ki- I'm taking all the si- I'm using that silence for something else. Oh, I see. That's not going to be, the listeners aren't going to hear that. Okay. Well, maybe we could drop it in later. Maybe. maybe. It could be like. Probably a, not. It could be like our bit. Here's 30 seconds of silence in our, the middle of someone's sentence. Our new track. <laughs> yeah. 30 seconds of silence by, what would our band name be, uh, Eric? Not Pierce, uh, that's me. Yeah, the Pierce Ray. My name is Eric Ivanovich. That's Sean Haig and our special guest. Special this guest. is Podcast versus Podcast. And if we had a band, I think that we would call it uh, Soundgarden. Not bad. Like, because we grow music. Or sounds, yeah, at we, least. Yeah, we cultivate sounds. It's kind of ironic that our uh, first track is 30 Seconds of Silence. When you say cultivate silence, it makes me think of somebody with just one of those like tiny little gardens that are like carefully weeding and pruning. That's it's exactly, a, yes. It's not a farm or anything. It's just no. it's a tiny little garden. Right, one of like, those, what are those bonsai trees? That's it. Yeah. We have a little bonsai tree of sounds, and, and we carefully prune away the, uh, the popped peas... We we carefully prune away all the ums and ahs, the hard k's. Yeah. See now this uh, this would be a really fun fun idea for a for a show. It's just like a bunch of sound gardeners. Yeah. Well, that's my pitch for today. By the way, this is a podcast where we take turns pod- pitching podcasts to each other. And at the end of the episode, we're going to vote on which podcast you pitch that day is the better one. And if we agree, then we're going to quit this podcast forever and do that one instead. You don't have to go so quickly. Um, <laughs> it's just I'm catching up because I maybe forgot you to should do it at cultivate the beginning. some patience. That's it. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. So my podcast pitch is uh, the Sound Gardeners, and I think it, this would be a journey for the three of us. Um, and we would uh, every episode we would cultivate some sounds. We would uh, experience Zen. We would um, uh, be deliberate and careful. And by the end of it, I would be a much more patient person. And one like recurring bit we could do is at the end of every episode, I could uh introduce the concept of podcast versus podcast and we'll see you know by the end of the first season i'll have slowed down by like 40 percent. by the end of the second season i'll be almost asleep saying that that uh that concept introducing the concept i see yeah i see are there any special segments on this podcast like there's that one listen to this groove man yeah there's so there's the uh the the finale bits where i explain the premise of podcast versus podcast there's listen to this groove, man, uh, where we where we listen to a groove that we've grown, that we've grown and that we've cultivated in yeah. a groove in the ground. Yes, yeah, we found a groove in the ground. We filled it with rich soil, uh, carefully planted a sound in it, and and then we water it. And six months later, a groove has grown. It takes you six months to grow a groove. This is Piers. I'm telling you, this is a podcast about patience. Look, I'm jacking about... the gro- I'm jacking the groove stock. I grow them overnight. That's in- that's insane. <laughs> so so what? Because that makes me think of like you're like some guy with like a tinfoil room with with uh, with lights and like you're like injecting them full of drugs. And his is more like a, yeah. a winery where they, he's just got like long rows of just carefully pruned and maintained. And, yeah, yeah. and the, the harvest is coming, so we've got to take care of. Them. I'm seeing Eric yeah. in a sun hat. With gardener's gloves, maybe one of those like little pillows you use to kneel on when yeah. you're like when you're digging with a trowel. And I have, um, I, I age. First of all, all my grooves are are guaranteed to be aged at least three months. Mm-hmm. But also, I play music for my grooves um, while they're while they're growing. Not a lot of people do this. I I play like calming music to to 
uh, gently encourage the grooves to uh, emanate from the soil. See, that's funny because in my tinfoil room, I just inject my grooves. My grooves, my sounds, my beats, anything I'm growing is just getting like filled with groove groove treants. Mm, <clears throat> groove treants. <clears throat> that's what we call them. That's pretty good. Thanks. I'm glad that worked out. <laughs> I, um, I lost faith in it as I was saying it. <laughs> uh, so that's basically my pitch. Okay. That's. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's I, certainly uh, not the worst thing I've ever pitched. No. I, I don't know how I feel about waiting six months for grooves. Well, it doesn't necessarily... Like, it doesn't need to be six months. The whole thing is, like, we live this, like, city life. We're a bunch of city mice... And we need to take a step back. Stop being such work bugs. We yeah. What's with all the work bugs around here? I'm, I'm tired of being a work bug. I'm ready to go out and grow some sounds in the grounds. Listen, th- this one's just for the work bugs out there. Uh, you don't have to do that. You don't have to jump into the rat race, jump into the maze. You know that cheese that's gonna be there if you wait six months no, for the groove. No, what are you talking? It'll have aged into a nice blue. You know, yes. here's the thing about the rat race, you guys. It's a race. There's other rats going after that cheese. Let those rats scurry about. Listen, this is just for the work bugs out there. We're not talking about the Calm rats down. in the rat race. We're just talking about the work bugs. <laughs> I'm, 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 uh, I'm really fucking up my metaphors here, combining them in in dangerous ways. Um, and I, I think that that's one thing. Like, if I would just slow down. Take a deep breath, smell the roses, take a sniff of the grooves and the sounds. And I could like, like learn to exist in this world without like, with all, all the cha-cha-cha and ta-ta-ta. Oh, you know, I wish I didn't have to cha-cha so much. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what this podcast could be about. It could be like your hour per week away from all that shit. Right. It would be away from cusses, right. too, by the way. That would be my last cuss oh, ever cuss. No cussing? For me. You okay. can cuss if I you... grow super cusses in my greenhouse. <laughs> super cusses. I inject them full of steroids. Is that safe? I don't ask those kind of questions. Wow. I don't ask Swear if words I should. so sweary that every grandma in a hundred kilometer radius just goes, oh my. Oh, yes. Exactly. <laughs> Churches implode. <laughs> Buses carrying old people topple over. Got this mm-hmm. new one. I can't say it yet, but <laughs> if you'd like to take a look. No, I don't want to take right, a look. Come on, take a look at I it. I don't want to take a look. All right, maybe Sean's interested. Oh, yeah. All right, take a gander. <laughs> Blah, face melts. <laughs> His face did just melt. Hi, I'm Talia Murdoch, and I'm here to find out if you've ever asked yourself why Superman and Batman fight, or why Batman needs Robin in the first place. Get answers to these questions and more in the Everything Economics series about superheroes on the Cave Goblin Network. I can't believe you melted Sean's face at the beginning of the episode. I'm a skeleton with a tongue now. He's We've fine. got like 15, He's 20 fine. minutes left in the episode. Sean's going to be at, sitting here with a melted face for the rest of the, the Did, session. Didn't melt his tongue. tongue Sean, can teeth. you say something, please? Oh, Anything no. at all, please. Oh, no. Maybe. You got to some. So I just I just need to know you're okay. Blah. Uh, you melted his <laughs> goddamn tongue. You know what? His tongue's there. It's the lips that are gone. And that... I forgot you need lips to make sounds. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. That's why birds can't make sounds. I've I've tried. I've taken little bits of salami and I've just been like, all right, if they eat enough, it'll like stick to their beaks. (laughs) Think about it. 
I have. <laughs> Not sure that's how that works. <laughs> if they just keep eating the salam till it like wraps around and sticks to the edges of the beak, then it's as if they have lips. Is that how we got ducks? Do ducks have meat on well, the edge they, of their bill they, they have like they're not I, well as far as i know it's not like the hard keratin it, it looks oh it's kind it, of like flatter and more rubbery it, yeah it looks rubbery like they don't they don't look like they have beaks they have bills that is absolutely correct uh i that's my fault i was in the greenhouse uh just feeding a bunch of chickadees baloney 24 7 and they got suddenly ducks. big <laughs> and ducks and there you go how did I get him back in time? Well, I realized my mistake and that everyone would judge me. So I uh, hyper-invented a time machine and <laughs> sent ducks back in time. You're welcome. This uh, is a greenhouse of terror. Uh, that which is the title of my podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Way to read my notes, Sean. Hold on while I just close my notebook. <laughs> now you can't read those things. Listen, so greenhouse of terror. Uh, Eric, I love this whole idea you have about I don't know, producing Zen or whatever. I don't know why you're trying to get more peaceful. I think I explained it pretty well. I don't know that you did, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that you did. Look, so peace is great. Yeah. But you know me. I like I like the dizzying highs and the terrifying lows. Mm. So I've this is a show where I've made a greenhouse specifically to create things that should not be. Scientists will always say, you know, we got to ask if we should do this or why are we doing this? And I'm throwing those questions out the window. And every week, my special guests, Sean Hagen and Eric Ivanovich, mm-hmm. would come join me in my greenhouse and I'd expose you to like some new hyper scientific terror. Usually plants, sometimes ducks. Mm. I got a lot of uh, sinister soups on the stove. Sinister soups. Mm-hmm, 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 interesting mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could take the, bird, the these ducks or whatever other weird bird creatures you make for my podcast, which is Can I Pet Your Borb? I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> can I can I pet your borb? Borb. <laughs> Have you? It's it's one of my favorite things I've ever seen online. Is all the birds that are so fluffy that they're literally just fluffy round flying things. Oh yeah. And I just I want to I want to I want to go and, and pet them. I want I want I want the borbs. Like it's when they fluff themselves up, right? To stay yeah, warm. Yeah. Like when when chickadees think that they're all tough, but they're really just cute and tiny and, and chirpy. See, that's really cute. But how's that going to translate to a podcast? Well, it's for the birds. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. So this is a podcast I record with birds. Mm, for, for birds. For so this, po- this podcast for the birds, I, that, mean, that means I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm disparaging it. Well, I feel like there's like there's a lot of good crossover between our ideas here today. I feel like we're in the same creative plane. Because I could, for example, in my greenhouse of terror, mm-hmm. easily make you a borb. Like a full time borb, which you could pet, and then I would uh, observe silently and reflect. <laughs> I thought you were going to say cook <laughs> and devour. I wouldn't cook a, a borb. I know. Well, they're mostly feathers, especially once I'm through with them. Ninety nine percent feathers. I've taken out the bones. Mm. It's, they're cuter that way, and uh, no no sense having them fly. They're really just a throw pillow that can think. And can, they're, most of their thoughts are, I am is, a throw pillow. Is, is, is that, it's just you're trying to create creatures that all they feel is existential dread? I wouldn't give it the ability to feel dread. I just want it to be aware of what it is. Like, I think most birds are aware they're birds. Well, I mean, mm. it, it feels like the that 
that bit from Rick and Morty where it's like, you're a butter dish. Mm. Oh, God. Oh, God. Like, you know, yeah, if all they know right. is, if all they're thinking is what they are. I take out that step. I, I They go, what am I? I go, you're a borb. You're like a throw pillow with a brain. And they go, great. <laughs> Thanks. You know, I didn't, why didn't he program it to be happy with the, what he made? Or at least not even happy because that would annoy Rick, but just base level satisfied. Why did it have to be sentient? <laughs> How else would it get the butter? It has, yeah, it has to find the butter. Like if someone sentient has hidden the butter, an, a non-sentient AI robot could never, never find it. If a robot's going to do an essential task, it has to be able to think critically. And it has to be able to love, but Sean's and it has to be able like, to hate. What is the essential task? Um, yeah, hate is very important in machines. I worry that we don't teach machines to hate enough. Mm. Yeah, tasks do get done faster and with a little bit more verve if you hate them. Oh, absolutely. you got to get them out of the way. Yeah. Right? So if looking after human beings is a task that robots hate, they're going to look after us real well. One th- real well this this doesn't work for me because when i when i hate something i put it off until it's like harming my life oh interesting me in too. such a way yeah hmm. i hadn't thought about that so i'm gonna vote that uh robots should not hate because but they won't get their shit done here's the thing why would we program them to be like us we're programming programming them to be better than us to hate productively well, see, in that yeah. case, I think you, you get them if you program them to hate bad parents then, because then they'll be like, I'll show those parents how to do this. Yeah. You know, that that kind of like, I'm going to show them up by doing this so good, then they will, can't help but love me. I hate them so much. So your vote is that we program them to hate bad parents? Yes. Piers, your vote? Um, I'm just wrapping my mind around what, what Sean just said there. Uh doing something out of hate to gain love but i don't want the robots to feel love i don't want them to desire it either because i feel like that's going to get in the way of them hating but if they which is what feeds their work ethic but if they desire it never get it they're going to just keep working at it see i feel like we've just made a perpetual motion machine here that's not bad (laughs) fueled by hate and And, longing yeah exactly and great i vote that robots should never feel satisfied all right, so everyone has voted. Uh, no podcasts have uh, have have a clear majority. So unfortunately, none of the podcasts win today, um, and we'll have that's to come okay. back next week with. Uh, that's okay. You don't mind. I'm going to keep working in my greenhouse of terror one way or the other. Yeah, you don't need the podcast to do it. No, I was doing it for fun beforehand. I'm going to leave when I get out of the booth today. I'm going to go make a borb. I'm going right. to take a bunch of feathers and probably a child's heart, and I'll glue them around the heart. This is how I start. How large is this borb going to be? I'm thinking like, um, okay, you ever seen one of those seal pup pillows? No. I think right. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, picture picture like a, a seal pup, mm. like resting on the ice. So it's kind of like a little blob. Yeah. Now picture that as a throw pillow. I can't do it. I, I, I can't all right, picture all right, an animal all right. as let's a just, pillow. Let's just say a, a baby seal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A seal pup. Got a, yeah, so got you can, that. You can picture that? Yeah. All right. Now take a pillow. Yeah. I'm imagining a pillow put completely it, separately in my right, mind. All right. Now, can you put those two things side by side? Yeah, easily. I can even put them like the the baby seal can be like sitting on the pillow. Really? It's more comfortable. Now, can you mentally merge them into one object? Like in picture just the, the seal pup. 
What if the seal pup well, climbed into the now, pillowcase? Now I'm just imagining a pillow with a seal's face. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking about with a borb. It's, okay. It'll have like a bird's face at one part and it'll have feathers. I mean, that's it. Um, and well, of course, the ability to hate. Right. <laughs> hate is important. And a longing for love that will never be satisfied. Well, good luck with your project, Piers. Thanks, um, Eric. Sean, do you have anything to plug? Uh, I guess DMV, Dungeon Masters of Vancouver, DMs of Vancouver. I. It's don't... very strange to hear it be called Dungeon Masters of Vancouver, even though that's what DM stands for. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another podcast here on the Cave Goblin Network. We talk about D&D, role-playing games, and we talk to lots of cool folks about how they run their games and cool tips and tricks. Yeah, and you could uh, you could even put some sort of, like, Greenhouse of Terror in a D&D game. Now that's an idea. Or yeah. a Soundgarden. Actually, those are both great ideas for a single one-shot. Yeah. Greenhouse of Terror and Soundgarden? Yeah, like two competing alchemists. Oh, my God. That, <laughs> that sounds great. One sounds would dabble good. in blood magic. Mm, one one crystal, crystal gem wizardry. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and tune in next week for another episode of Podcast vs. Podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.